1: fam, It is with great sorrow that I have to tell you that we lost money. But it is with great pleasure that I get to tell you that Cody fucking Powers is back on the NASCAR race recap show. He's back, boy. It him. it him, Cody Powers. Uh, it's the Garage Guys NASCAR race recap show, the Hollywood Casino 400. Uh, and, and we had a, a shitty betting day uh, Another bad DFS day. I guess they all, they all come for you at some point. That's okay. We're still 6-2 and two, uh, since the start of the NASCAR playoffs. I'll still take that number. Uh, the first number is higher than the second number. So, you know, it could have been worse. But it's very interesting how uh, my picks were right there at the end again. And uh, it reminded me a lot of Vegas today. But Kyle Larson comes away with his ninth victory of the season is there any anything that can stop kyle larson now and do you feel like he is going to win the championship or he's just winning a lot now and something crazy could happen
0: i think that kyle larson is the only thing that can be in kyle larson's way um so on my show i like to give like really spicy picks. so i said that chase elliott was going to sweep the last three but low-key on the real, I told everybody that Kyle Larson was actually going to sweep the last three races of the season.
1: Damn, so you think he's going to get Martinsville?
0: I think he gets Martinsville and Phoenix. I think, I mean, if we were in any other points format, I think that Larson probably would have pulled a Dale Earnhardt and um, clinched the title two races before. Because he's up like 65 points right now, and if that's we're in one the, whole race.
1: If we're in Winston Cup era, he's already won, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Damn. And that's just off of the last like three races, which I mean, have been wins. But Denny was the leader by when there's this page I follow that they do like the Winston Cup points uh, alongside, you know, the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, Denny was actually the points leader on up into. uh, Where'd we go after Dega? I'm running a blank right now. The Roval. Yeah. The Roval. Denny was leading the points going into the
1: Roval. Would have been crazy, man. It's. It, I think it's interesting. I saw Kenny Wallace talking about that. He had, like, that stat pulled up. So, I need to check out that page. Winston Cup points that don't really matter, but right. they're there. It's all
0: hypothetical. Dell Jr. in 2006 technically won if we would have been using the uh, the Winston Cup points.
1: No more chase? Like, the chase wouldn't have been, been like ever invented?
0: I mean – if we yeah, because the chase started in '04, I think I'm 99. Yeah, because it was the year after Matt Kenseth, because Kurt Bush won the first ever chase in 0-4. But in 0-6, had we had Winston points, Junior would have won. Crazy, it is. It's sad.
1: That's why he he should have had. That's like the only thing that was just like you know it was his golden goose. It was his great white buffalo. Never <laughs> never a, got it.
0: I know it hurts, but you know it. It is what it is. I do want to throw out something though. Um, you, you're what six and two in, in the in the playoffs right now on bets.
1: That's correct.
0: So I just I'm going to throw out a suggestion from now on. If the race is sponsored by a casino, I don't think you should bet anymore.
1: You might have a point. I mean,
0: I think Vegas is like coming at you.
1: They might be. You, you really have a really good point there. We had what the South Point 400 was Las Vegas. Yeah. That's Brennan Gannon. Brennan Gannon probably doesn't like me um i like brennan gone but also, I don't...
0: I, i'm not a big brennan gone
1: guy uh only because of nascar heat
0: because he just dude it doesn't matter what track you're at he's in the top three
1: dude that no that's that's bj mcleod bro you're oh, talking yeah, for up.
0: you oh no for me it's brennan gone
1: yeah they all they gotta have like that one guy like i want to i want to know like who's playing and that guy is quinn huff that's what i want to know
0: dude shout out quinn
1: he was, on the, he, he
0: was on the apron at lap three today
1: yeah it was a rough time uh for him there, there's a lot that we can kind of dissect from from the hollywood casino 400 but i really like what you said there because yeah i don't need to bet on vegas themed races because vegas does not like what we've done this season you've rattled so the,
0: I, the nascar game a little bit
1: yeah so i'm uh i'm all i'm all about that um but uh, yeah, we've uh, we had some fun today. Uh, it, it was a close one. I had Chase Elliott at uh, plus seven hundred on my card. I had Kyle. Uh, wish I had Kyle Larson. Actually, I don't wish I had Kyle Larson. He was like plus two thirty, uh, and I think he was like plus two hundred on my book. So like that's not something I really wanted to dabble with because it just you have to really stack the chips. But the the chip stackers got it today. I like to play little amounts for big money. And usually we can do that on a week to week basis. But uh, definitely got to talk a little bit about Chase Elliott's run. I had Kevin Harvick at plus 900. He was plus 1800 to win on DK Sportsbook. And honestly, if he wouldn't have used up his tires there in the end, like, I mean, he obviously wasn't going to be able to catch Larson by any means. He was just really fast. But If he could have gotten in front somehow and sucked the air off of him.
0: dude. Yeah, that clean air is everything at intermediates.
1: It's crazy, man. And like, it's just, it it was so weird. But at the same time, I can't sit here and say that, okay, yeah, like Kevin Harvick could have beat Kyle Larson. Like it would all came down to strategy. He got close, but there was no cigar. But uh, those are my two picks. And then I also had Denny Hamlin alongside Dale. That was like our consensus guy. And he like really was uh, he barely got TV time today. I don't think there was even
0: there was a Denny odds booster on DK Sportsbook seven
1: hundred like plus seven hundred I think was the odds boost like we were all on him and I had two units on Hamlin to win today and like the trend said that he would he would be there but I think that if we really look at where did he finish fifth
0: I was actually pulling that up as I think he
1: finished fifth so. It's strange because there's this weird stat with him where he had two races where he finished fifth, and then he he had two races outside of the top 10, then two races where he finished first, and then two races outside of the top 10. So I think he's caught in a loop at Kansas. So if the stat is out of
0: the top 10 now by pattern, no,
1: he's back in the top five territory. So if this pattern is correct, Denny Hamlin will finish fifth next spring in Kansas And then he will finish outside of the top 10 for the next two Kansas races. And then in 2023, he will win at Kansas. So So then we'll
0: bookmark it now. Uh, Go on and put your money down for a top five Denny next year.
1: Go ahead. If you were to call a bookie right now and tell them that, you could probably get that at, like, plus, I don't know, 10,000 because (laughs) he could retire. You know, people – People like just do crazy things, I man. He could fall off the wagon for not winning another championship. You know, there's no telling. He he could be racing for uh, for Nissan by then. You you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen.
0: I honestly, I hope that's what what happens.
1: Like Denny becomes a drift god, and he just goes and moves to Japan, and then that's that's literally he lives out like the plot of Fast and Furious Three: Tokyo Drift.
0: I'm all in on that now, he's just
1: not uh, he's not a little kid in high school that that gets in he, trouble.
0: Does he get like a a classic American stock rod and put an import engine in it or
1: um no does he
0: stay with Toyota?
1: yeah he uh he definitely I, I think that he stays in the in the you know the Japanese market for sure. I don't think he stays with Toyota. I think that he tries like Honda and then everybody makes fun of him like for trying to like whip an Evo and then he's like they're like no not not an Evo that's Mitsubishi um uh but yeah no you know what yeah let's stick with Mitsubishi he he comes to town with a uh a GT what is it the 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 Mitsubishi GT 3000 is that what it was called or the 2000
0: I was never a big import kid growing up
1: I feel like I wasn't a
0: ricer bro
1: I feel like I'm slandering it right now because I I feel horrible because like that's like a very popular car to like import people. Like I was an import people, but I guess I'm not. See, for me,
0: I just I would immediately I would have set a skyline just to protect myself.
1: Yeah, skyline. See, I I like to do the most sometimes and it can kind of get me wrecked. Kind of like Tyler Reddick whenever he's running up front and he tries to do the most. It was a shame we didn't get to see you, Chuck. Oh, shout out to the clock. The clock is back, dude. Everybody knows I'm at my mom's house now. The only thing that sucks is it doesn't hit that like ding, ding, like after, you know, they have like that lingering, like spaced yeah. out dings. You remember those well, clocks? See, I, I grandmas?
0: Oh, 1 million percent. That was 1,000% accurate. You got to pause the TV because that ding, if it's noon, you're going to be there a minute.
1: Yeah, I'd see. I was always a big fan. My my grandmother had one. My mother has put one here in her home, and uh, and yeah, internet, internet at my house still non-existent. Having to call AT and T now because the fastest speeds that they offer at my home is like uh twelve megabytes per second. It is uh maybe not that low, but it's pretty low. Like you can't do anything. Like it's literally like. Mean,
0: so- I don't doubt that. Recently in my area, well, I say re- five years ago, um, CenturyLink, which is a I don't know if you have CenturyLink down there.
1: I've heard um, I've heard the name, not Embark.
0: It used to be Embark. I don't know if you remember Embark, but uh they only offered eight megabits per second for a long time.
1: It's rough, dude. Like, I, I don't understand yeah. how people survive on that. Like I guess that there's not many people trying to do like full blown media and podcasts like in my. You can't apartment. even
0: play video games though on that.
1: No, dude. Like I literally and there's no cell phone reception at my place because normally what I would do is I would just turn my hotspot on and record. Well, I try to do that at our new place, and I guess it's my fault for not like checking like internet speeds and things like that before we moved in. Do but you since like turn
0: I, on a dirt road and drive yeah. six miles to get home?
1: Uh, no, it's literally, it's sad because like, we're like right outside of the city limits where I'm at. So it's like they, they, but the, technically they're supposed to be sending someone out to see about increasing the speeds. And once that happens, then I'm gonna be like, okay, now I can justify paying for this. Cause I'm not about to get right, paid yeah, like, you know, 85 to $90 a month for no 12 megabits per second. Like,
0: yeah. 360p videos on YouTube.
1: Like yeah, like I'm not about that. So no, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm a, I want fast speeds, I want Kyle Larson speeds, internet. That's what I need in my life. They don't offer Xfinity around here, but uh but yeah. If maybe they did,
0: should start internet.
1: Baviline should, uh either that or Pinzoil. Um, I think pinzoil would be equivalent to uh to that of Sprint because it's yellow. I'm just using random colors here. Uh completely off topic though but again all that was for the clock so shout out to the clock um now back to talking about racing um i love when you're on the show we do this a lot and it's very fun
0: (laughs) it's so bad
1: it's either it's either making everyone listening to this angry or they love every second of it either way there's
0: no in between there's nobody who's like yeah it's fine
1: no you either love it or you hate it and if you hate it just just turn your phone off. No one's keeping you here. Um, that's just like Kyle I it.
0: Larson, you love him or you hate him. Beautiful segue.
1: It is, yeah. There's been a lot of people. I, uh, my guy, Harris Liu, sent a tweet out last week. Says, so tired of the five. Um, Imagine if they would have had Twitter when Richard Petty was racing.
0: That's yeah, here what we I go again. About. That 43 car every single week. Winning by six damn, laps. 43
1: is hey, cheating. He's a cheater. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. There's a lot of speculation. I was actually when when I was looking up uh, some some things to talk about for Naspiersis tonight, which is going to be a great one. It's going to be a really good one. So hang tight if you're listening to this. We're going to talk cans. We're going to talk a little F one, and uh and then we're gonna we're gonna talk Naspiracies. But I was thinking about going into uh, Richard Petty's 200th win and how they they it might have been rigged because of the people that were in the stands, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. We're not going to try to pour, you know, I- any bad juju on old Richard. Uh, right. Why are we
0: bringing 2021 to 71?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> our Naspiracy segment is on something way more pressing, way more alarming uh, that, that nobody really knows about. It's very, uh, it's confidential information that uh, I have come into contact with. So I can't wait to dive in. How long before. have we been
0: planning this one though? what like six
1: months? this has been a solid like, there's a lot
0: of re- there's a lot of research in this one.
1: I want to say this has been a solid like like since, yeah, since the beginning of the year really when we when we first started talking because like I feel like with the naspiracy segment that we have uh, which you'll have to wait for towards the end of the show. Um, it, you know, me and you have been debating on whether it was real or not. We've done a lot of, uh, interviews, a lot of phone calls, and I feel like we have enough evidence now to where we can really, uh, speak freely on this pressing, alarming issue, uh, and, and possible, um, you know, world changing thing that we're going to talk about on Naspiracies later in this show, not now, later in this show, we're going to talk about it but if you skip forward ahead, I put a lock on this show. So if you skip forward to go to listen to all that, you're not going to be able to hear it because I have some new technology that allows me to not allow you to do that. So don't don't press that button, because if you do, you're going to hear me talking, but it's going to be something completely different than what we're really going to talk about. That's what we do now. Do You all have that technology.
0: Uh, I mean, we found it together in our research. That's all I can say. I don't want to give it away, so I'm going to leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll let you borrow that machine that will deter people that try to skip podcasts, skip I through it. it. I need it. All right. People I'll skip
0: you to it. My, that my podcast. They just skip straight to the end.
1: Right. It actually, if you press the forward button, it just goes back to uh, to Bill Clinton playing saxophone. That's all it Shout does. Out to Bill. Shout out to Bill. We'll talk about Bill. Um, But, yeah. So the Kansas race today for the fourth attempt now back to the race. Um, so uh, Kyle Larson, man, is the story of, of the world. And like they I think, you know, when we were watching the broadcast, like towards the end of it, they said themselves like they're running out of things to to like talk about with him winning because it's just like all right, what what was the word that uh, the Steve Latar used? superlatives we're running yeah, out of superlatives. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like he's like prom king. He was most funny. He's class clown. He's most likely to succeed. I mean, he's got them all now.
1: He's the yearbook, dude. He was every child, like every kid. Could you imagine opening a yearbook? Yeah, every, and just seeing...
0: every single year. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson.
1: I kind of want to do that now. Like, like we're going to co- um, let's copyright this on the show right now. Uh, we're going to create NASCAR season yearbooks and we're going to like Photoshop a bunch of NASCAR drivers faces into like random 1987 yearbook pictures of the like, like, like high school kids doing random things. And we'll theme it on each race of the week and we'll sell them for $80 and 97 cents
0: in digital or actual physical print,
1: uh, physicals are going to be a hundred digital will be 50. I think that's, that's reasonable. There it is right there. K- K-F-B. KFMB. Kyle fucking mullet Bush. All right. Who we got here? Who we got? I can't. Oh, there he is. There he is.
0: That's old Jimmy.
1: Lord have mercy. Yeah. up, uh, up. Uh, K Harv. <laughs> yeah. K Barv.
0: I bet you wonder why I just have those set in there. It's because I, uh, I like that idea a lot.
1: Yeah, it's great because actually, this whole time you were listening to the show, we've already went to the future and we already started working on it because of the new technology that you'll find out about on Naspierses coming up later in the show. Um, how many plugs is that now? I think we got like two more to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got
1: two more to do. At some point. Um, so, yeah. Larson wins. Yeah, Kyle Larson won the race. Uh, there's really nothing more to talk about. There is a lot to talk about though throughout the race. So. Starting out, it sucked because, like I said, I had Chase Elliott to win. It was a gut feeling that I had early in the week. And I just – I don't know what it was. I teetered back and forth with it. I'm glad I did go back to him, though, because, like I said, on the cards that I have done this year that I've lost, which has only been one, which was the other Las Vegas, uh, you know, sponsored race, the South Point 400, I didn't have Denny, but I had Elliot, and he. It was re- literally the, the same kind of thing, except it was Larson up front today, where Elliot was in a position to run him down. They were he was close, but dude, Elliot just got to a point to where like he was hitting the wall, and he had to be smart. And I'm glad that he chilled out off the gas because if he would have busted that car up, because dude, he he got himself off the bubble today. So shout out to to, to Bill's boy for not being Bubble Bill's boy, Bill's Bubble boy. Um, Bill's Bubble Boy Bubble He's Boy's not Jimmy movie. from Bubble Boy Anymore He's not Jimmy and I, and I love you for that Because you're one of the only friends I have In this industry That have actually watched that movie I think Everyone yeah, Even even Drew and Dale Have never watched
0: That's a goaded movie That is a goaded movie That's a top five all time I think
1: It is why I love you That's why I love you the most So we, we understand cinematography And movies of life Because we literally grew up Our fathers were televisions so thanks (laughs) thanks dad (laughs) uh, um, so yeah I uh you know he didn't have to worry about that but I'm happy I bet on him and then the other one that I bet on which was Harvick like he finished third and he was doing well I just I feel like this was going to be like if he was going to win one this was going to be it but this goes back to something that Drew brought up today we were doing the pre-race space around two o'clock you were in there uh we tried to talk about chugging beefaroni how dare it almost Mark
0: happened. It almost
1: happened. It did, dude. Mark Mark was was trying to clown us be but but that's because it was something that he did. And I know you're listening to this probably, Mark, but I'm just going to tell you this much right now. I, I earlier in the day, I didn't really get to process it, but shame on you, man. Beefaroni is great. Like dude, how it, it comes mm-hmm. out so easy. It does. It's really I, good. Jay, how
0: many how many garage got? How many times have you seen me uh, chug a can of uh, Chef Boyardee?
1: At least six
0: at a minimum
1: yeah at least six i've seen you i've seen you walk around with like the the can lid like you don't even dispose of the whole can like the lid is just halfway on like that's the way to do it but uh if tyler reddick would have won you you would have done that today but uh we we talked about it and and what drew brought up to me in the space was that in the beginning of the year and you can go back and look this up it's dated the uh, the Bush Clash episode that we did, I literally said that Kevin Harvick would not win a race this season, and it seemed insane to say at the time. But damn, what what a, a prediction! I even forgot that I said that,
0: and that's wild. I'm glad so, he brought that up. That's I crazy.
1: Mean, like I did
0: coming this. off of that season he had for you to say that. Like you manifested some bad juju on the boy.
1: I did, man, but I also said Kyle Busch was going to win six races, so I can't really take credit for just completely wizarding the world. What
0: if you if you were to probably like calculate like the the sheer bad luck he's had when he's had a really good car it probably would have been six.
1: Maybe so, yeah. I mean, he got what half of that. He got half of that. He's got year.
0: yeah. He's got two or three. Something Pocono,
1: Kansas Clash. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's so his so wins. He got halfway there.
1: You just feel? like Bon Jovi, 50%. you're halfway there. Whoa! um, Living on prayer. That's what uh, Joey Logano's doing. And Brad. Can we talk about the shitty luck that Penske had at this race? Brad getting, like, completely just uh, ass-blasted uh, outside of the free pass zone by a guy that he's literally taking place of. I really feel like Ryan I Newman Dude, I is. loved
0: that. I loved how that just was full circle there.
1: Ryan Newman, the, the, the original spin doctor of NASCAR, is uh, I really feel like now looking back, I think that anytime Ryan Newman has spun, it's put Brad Kay in a pretty rough situation somehow or some way.
0: So now is that because he knew Brad was coming for his ride or did that motivate Brad to take his ride?
1: I feel like I've seen Ryan Newman spin way more since he found out. That Brad was coming so like I feel like Ryan Newman just doesn't even care he's just there and he's like I'm gonna just do what I please like he's like, he's like let me know when that two pits yeah how many years is Ryan Newman racing and how many uh, times have I don't think we've ever seen him spend this much in a year
0: that's a fair point I think I think Newman's rookie year was oh two yeah so we're talking 19 years
1: like we need to go look back over a 19-year span. And Garage Fam, if you're out there and you have the free time today, go you look back. You have a back. stat guy. Yeah. Go look back and see, like, has Ryan Newman always had this much trouble spinning at intermediate tracks in his entire career? Like, how many races did
0: he – how many races – I think the best answer would be, how many races has Ryan Newman finished more than one lap down?
1: Dude, I mean, I mean it's something we could find. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and try to, like – like figure it out today unless just we have like total a total silence
0: anymore. in this in the show.
1: Yeah. Just like complete, like, no, that you hear nothing. You just you hear a skip. keyboard tapping. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR keyboard clicks like all night. Big views uh, there. There we go. But, uh, but no, I just, I find it hilarious though that like, that's the reason, like, like literally Brad's in a position. He goes to risk it all. And then, all that for Ryan Newman just goes spin and calls a caution. So, and then Chris Buescher got the free pass. So, Joey
0: stayed out for what? Like 20 extra laps trying, like praying for a caution. Yeah, Bush hits the wall. Any other time in NASCAR, that's a caution.
1: Right. Kyle Busch is another one, dude. Like, I don't even really know. Like, I didn't get to watch the majority of stage one because we were en route to a birthday party. So I, I tried to keep up as best as I could. And then I really started kind of paying attention right around stage two whenever Chase just, like, took off aggressively, got the lead, and then was able to, like, show he was the fastest car on the track. And he did have the fastest car today, which was what was crazy. Um, But it just all goes into that clean air and being up front. So, and that's okay. But, uh, you know, I I found it hilarious that that happens. It it sucks. But the, uh, the Ryan Newman thing um uh, not ryan newman ryan blaney go to another ryan he gets uh into an altercation with uh metal or our vehicle with austin dillon and now people are wondering if there's gonna be beef there which is stupid like i don't understand why Dude, it, literally
0: just a racing thing uh, they were both running hard that's one thing that does annoy me a little bit with the playoff format People expect non-playoff drivers to just roll over. Kyle Busch did it today with Bubba. He was mad that Bubba was running him hard. Those guys still have sponsors that they have to please on their car.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Bubba, too, by the way, man. He He looked good today. Based on stats, dude, Kansas is not a good race for him. No, no. And he he came out the gate, dude. He came out swinging today. If it wouldn't have been for that late penalty that he had on pit road, Dude, he could have easily had a top ten day. Oh yeah, for sure. Easily. I think. I mean, he. I think he could have
0: potentially fought for a top five.
1: Dude, that would have been wild. I think it was crazy. Like Kurt Bush was up there hanging in tight for a minute, and um, he was one that that I was like, damn. Like if he, yeah, he actually still hung in there. He, he finished fucking fourth. Wow. Okay. So I he feel did. like the
0: odds on a Kurt Bush top five were uh, pretty friendly.
1: Probably were. Um, but yeah, to see Bubba finish 14th and then Ross Chastain was 13th. Those were your big place differential guys. Like if you had Bowman, Chastain, Bowman, Wallace, like you did really well today. And then Dylan, Dylan was able to move up from 14th, but yeah, I think the biggest mover that we had was, was Bowman and, uh, well, it was definitely Alex Bowman from 25th to 11th. So he was definitely in the optimal line. If you were playing one and then Harvick 11th to third, I want to go look at the stats. I need to go look at actually look at the odds for like a Kevin Harvick top three just to see what that would have been because that would have been pretty choice. I know Kevin Harvick had really good. Yeah, he was plus 200 for a top five, plus 500 for a top three. So that would have been a good cash. Don't know how many people actually rode that one, but that was the best odds you would have got for top three today um out of everything and then elliot was plus 230 so not much juice on that one but uh there was so many bets to run through like i said just was one of those days where if if you stack the chips you bet kyle it was great but the race itself do we think that we're going to see anything different going into next season now with uh the new package at these intermediates like uh, how how much have we really talked about what to expect will it be kind of the same We'll be running like, do you have any any uh, any reports on that? Um,
0: so I know we're going to be doing 550 again at intermediates, but we do have the new diffusers, which are on the bottom of the cars, which is supposed to clean the air. So dirty air, in theory, at least by NASCAR's hopes, should not really influence race as much anymore.
1: So um, more about speed.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I actually, I talked about this earlier. I don't think that horsepower is the issue. Like, it's just the when we say, man, I hate that 550 package. I right. think we're talking more about the aerodynamics of it. Right. I mean, yeah. Those cars, like, regardless, they're going the same speed for the most part. I mean, of course, you have some guys slower than others. Um, but it's all about clean air right now. It's all aerodynamic, clean air, dirty air. I think if NASCAR can master the art of, Getting rid of dirty air, I think we're going to see just absolute fantastic racing.
1: Well, I think putting diffusers on cars will be great. For one, it's going to really show people that using essential oils in cars can really make the air smell better. For two, it's probably keeps you calm too. Yeah, exactly. Like who I feel like anyone that puts eucalyptus in their car diffuser will probably run the best. Just a great scent. Um, And then also to thieves. Don't know if you've ever heard of that one. It's kind of like for the more like experienced uh, new age hippies out there in the world. Uh, Thieves is the name of it. If you see that at your local essential oil shop or from any mom running a pyramid scheme on Facebook, selling essential oils. That is where you'll want to go is thieves. So I
0: I, I don't want to spin off too hard, but what, what scent is Kyle Larson going to be running next season?
1: Kyle Larson will definitely be a blend of peppermint and eucalyptus. It's just clean, pure, and uh, mainly because Kyle Larson is a driver's man and a driver's driver. So it really won't matter what scent is coming out of the vehicle. He will probably, you know, he may go scentless. I think. I think he's definitely a guy that would go scentless just to prove he doesn't need any good smells out of his car because Larry Mack himself talked about. Uh, The scents, you know, from the track, the new smells, the aluminum wheels, Uh, a lot of smells didn't really get into the actual smell. So they're going to have to have something to cover up that smell. It's going to be pretty rough. Uh, So I think that he'll go scentless because he's just going to be like, hey, I enjoy smelling these burnt chemicals right into my nose and it will just propel him forward. Um, I will say this much. I feel like Tyler Reddick definitely a cinnamon guy.
0: You think cinnamon or citrus.
1: Uh, I see cinnamon for him probably because he's got red hair and the gum, big red comes to mind. Okay. Total stereotyping of redhead right there. That's how you stereotype a redheaded person. Correct. With a diffuser on a car. So shout out to the diffusers. Um, I definitely should probably talk to uh, my wife to, to let her know to all her friends that sell young living on Facebook that they should probably contact NASCAR drivers to determine what type of scents they need in their diffusers for next year. So going to be great. Um, moving on from, uh, from, from therapeutic smells, let's go to talk about uh, the stage. I want to say it was, uh, what was it? Stage two, Whenever we saw uh, Joey Logano, was it was it stage two that we saw Joey Logano trying to trying to boot scoot up front? It was. Where did he go after that? Because I didn't even see. I don't even think the camera even went to Joey Logano. So
0: um, he had a big enough lead that when he came out, he was still on the lead lap and he was in 12th place. Um, As far as where he finished, I'm not too sure. He finished
1: Um, ninth, actually. I'm looking at it now. Okay so we're yeah. good so we got a ninth, ninth place finish for jo- for Joseph. Um, could have been way better. One thing I was upset about away from the winners that I had I had Reddick for a top five which stung. Uh, didn't really work out that way uh, but you know what hey you try and you win some and you lose some but he really really took a beating finishing in P22 and having and he, him in a he, lot of they, lineups. He
0: burned himself uh, – he burned all of his equipment up in the span of half a lap. I'd never seen tires go completely slick that fast. But he, he was turning – I think his RPMs were 120,000 at that moment.
1: Tyler Reddick has shown us just how much juice NASCARs have in short bursts of time. Cause <laughs> Dude, it's he's crazy. Because like, it's like imagine if everybody just went like full sin like he does. Like what, how many people like, dude, the whole half the field would have wrecked out if everyone would have been going full sin like him. So it shows you how much control drivers have because Redick, he does control the fact that he's going to run his car wide open, but he does it yeah. when everyone else doesn't. And it's right. just wild.
0: It's, I've never seen anybody be able, I think you could set a piece of paper up against his car and the wall and the paper won't fall, but his car doesn't get scratched.
1: Exactly. I don't know. It's just, he's just a full-blown dirt guy, dude. He's just dirt all through and through, and he just runs NASCARs like dirt cars. That's why if he does not win a Bristol dirt race, I'm going to be highly upset because I feel like Tyler Reddick, it, it, it's time, dude. Like It is time for RCR to be in a position where they have a driver to put him in a, a good championship run. Like it, it, it needs to happen, and I think it's going to happen with Tyler.
0: I agree. I think we see it next year. Um, I mean, the last month of his his running, of course, he didn't have a good finish today, but he was competitive all day long. But like I said, he just he ate his stuff up in the span of half a lap. And I've never seen that before, but he absolutely just dropped like a brick.
1: Dude, like he's like full blown Ricky Bobby. He's like, hey, it's me, America. <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. gassed, it boy. Like, I don't know. It's I, I love the aggression. And I hate that it just he he's. I guess he's just got a little bit more that he's got to figure out as far as like how to. It's the. I think it's it's not a car thing. It's not a drive. It's a it's a mental thing. It's a yeah. And patient. also
0: though, I guess in all fairness, on his behalf, why not just try super hard? You know, like, why not try to just overdo it? Because he's not running for a championship now.
1: Very true. You know, and and it's like, yeah, it's like go for the gold. You know, I I feel like everybody kind of knows in that position and maybe he just took it to a super literal sense. Hey, If I get up front, I'll just, like, keep everybody behind me. (laughs) I'll just suck the air (laughs) off of them. And then I'll just, you know, play that game. But, like, how long can that game last? Right. A couple of drivers I do want to mention, though, going through – Parker Klegerman being one running the 96 today started 40th and finished 20th. That was really impressive to see. And I love how NBC kept cutting to him. I like, know, he this, got like, a
0: lot of TV, Tom,
1: dude. He's still, it's like, he was out there trying to drive a car, but like, they said, well, you still got to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder if he got paid today.
1: Dude, he better have like, because dude, they cut to him so much. And like, we're asking him analysis. Like he's in the car. Yeah. It was like, he was like, they're, they're like human GoPro. Like, hey Parker, <laughs> tell us what you're seeing down there. He's like, well, I'm trying to fucking drive this race car and be competitive, yeah. guys. So they know. cut in on
0: him while he's running. They're like, what's yeah. it look like down there? And here he is, three wide. Yeah, <laughs> he just threw him out
1: of Kansas in '96, bro. I think it was pretty. I think it shows a lot about that program and just the having the type of person driving. Because like, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't expect I didn't expect him to do good, but he was. He was somebody that if you had him in a lineup with like Bowman Man and you had like you know Larson or Elliot, something like that, I don't know who else you would have had to have stacked. But if you would have had like that, that's the, that's your millionaire winner right there. That's your Yeah, I boy. looked
0: at I looked at Kligerman for a second in uh DFS and I was like, nah.
1: Yeah, it's like you couldn't just like pull yourself to do that. Um, I had him in like one or two lines, but that was about it. Um uh, other than that, yeah, it sucks for Ryan Blaney. I hate that he racked out, and that now he's kind of like in a really tough position uh, moving forward. Because, I mean, dude, he was up in what? He was right behind Larson in he front was of plus,
0: Denny. So his peak today was plus 33 above the cut.
1: And now him and Ellie essentially swap spots. Yep. So Kyle Bush moves into fourth in the playoffs. Hamlin's sitting in third. Um, and then you have logano and dead last still i don't think that changes i've talked to some people today that uh were are already talking about how oh is going to win martinsville in what world you know what i mean i just i don't amen he's he's done hang it up let it go like did you watch do you watch race hub much oh yeah did you watch the race hub from this past week i think it was on monday Joey Logano had to host it. He was one of the hosts and they literally had this full blown, like 10 minute segment bashing the shit out of him and they asking him how he felt about it. Like, and he, he blinked so much. I've never seen a man blink as much as he did, but like, it was for good reason. Like I felt sorry for him after five minutes. Cause I'm like, this dude was probably in the car when his engine blew up in Texas. And then, like, was on the plane home, like, oh, by the way, you have a race hub tomorrow.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, imagine you go into work, and then, like, <laughs> you walk in, and as soon as you walk in, they hit play on the projector, and it's just showing, like, your, your darkest moment in your life. And they're like, what do you yeah. think about that?
1: And the whole time, though, but it's just the tone that they had. Like, I feel like in that moment, his soul left his body, and I don't think it's coming back this year. Like, he's going to have to wait till next year. And I think I have a really good, uh, a really good cure for it. And I'll, I'll talk about it for a second. But I just got to reiterate just how hilariously painful it was to watch them go through, you know, and one driver that finds himself in a really tough position is Joey Logano. And then they, she just goes this whole thing, like cutting back to like Larry Mack talking shit about him. Going here and then just cut scene, and there he is right there live on TV, just like face <laughs> just red as standing shit.
0: There, yeah.
1: Just like, dude, that is but you, you
0: rough. know, Joey Logano, uh, his career has been one of the most interesting. He was rushed through Joe Gibbs developmental program, thrown into the cup at 18 years old, gets his first win, reign shortened. And from there on, everybody bullied Joey so bad. If somebody had the opportunity to wreck Joey, they did. Uh, Bob, shout out Bob Hawkers one time, uh, he put together this list of NASCAR feuds. And it was like the longest like gap between ages between drivers who were feuding. And Joey Logano was on that list like four times.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah.
0: it's just everybody bullied him when he was fresh. And then they turned him into this monster, right, who just you get out of his way and now people complain about Joey's aggression and he started being nice again. So maybe race hub bullying him will bring the old Joey back and we might see a very rabid Joey Logano at Martinsville.
1: Yeah I want to see angry Joey. I like I like angry Joey because like like looking at Joey Logano he's definitely like that that guy that was in school with you that was like really big. And, like, you would think that if you didn't know him, you're like, okay, kind of like leave that guy alone. But, like, also, like, the one that has, like, the most, like, demons inside of him that would just, like, just try to, like, just completely rip your face off in a fight. But you just don't get to see him (laughs) throw hands. That is Joey. Yeah. He made Kyle
0: Bush bleed, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, that's heavy. Like, if you can make Kyle Bush, because, like, no one's supposed to make Kyle Bush bleed his own blood. But if you were joey logano you got to do that that's pretty interesting um i i still want to know if if denny or joey wins in a fight if they ever have another fight that's not like a slap boxing tournament like they did last year at martinsville i just really want to fight before the end of the season i just need one good fight dude and it
0: might be it might be noah and sam Mayer. we don't know
1: i don't know either i think that I feel like it won't be Noah, though, because Noah is like the you would you would most suspect it. You know what I mean? Like for the majority of people, they'd be like, oh, we've already had a fight. Yeah, we've already had a fight. Him and Hemrick got into it earlier in the year. So that was cool. But yeah, I, I, I want a cup fight and I don't know who I want to see. Really, there's a lot of different options. Do you have a
0: dream? Do you have a dream fight?
1: Dream scenario? BJ McLeod fighting Ryan Newman. That's one right there. (laughs) That's
0: That's a thick and heavy fight.
1: Thick boys, heavyweight battle. Like, it's like Ryan Newman spins, BJ McLeod's like three laps down, having like the best run of his life. And then Ryan messes it up. And so,
0: can we make it WWE and have a special guest ref and let that be Mike Harmon?
1: Dude, I feel like BJ McLeod like grew up and like watched The Undertaker. And then, like, was, like, the only, like, guy in college that, like, just started dressing up like him, going to school.
0: 100% I would have been that guy's friend. There is no question about it. Like, that would have been my
1: homie. 100%.
0: I walk into class day one. He's sitting there in the full garb. I'm sitting right beside
1: of him. I love it, dude. Yeah, I would have been chill with him, too, because obviously, A, like, he looks scary as shit. You could probably, like, get through a lot of, like, bar lines. When you were in college, he would have been a great friend to have there. For two, he could have also been like a witch doctor. You wouldn't have really known the difference. You don't know. Yeah. Could have cast spells and got you A's on like every paper you ever had. You would have never had to study anything, graduated, and then you could have probably been like his, uh, you know, his like engineer on his car because he runs like three to four laps down as it is. So I could be his engineer right now. I just didn't know him in college. He missed out. That's all it was. I just need to know him. I feel like if they made a starter kit for cars, like anybody that runs consistently, like thirty or back, like you just need a starter kit. And dude, they, if
0: I if I ever make it to NASCAR, like I'm just bringing all of my homies as my crew. Like I don't I don't care if you can, if you can't carry that tire. Does fast. anyone like, out there
1: want to go fast? <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, dude, that's all you need. We would make a great race team. I could see yes. like all of us just like getting this huge collaborative group of people together. We would either a we would a be like dog shit running cars, but we could all probably draw really good pictures to hang in the pit box. Like, And
0: then that's honestly like that's all that matters. It's the publicity we'd get from
1: it. Mm-hmm. Like and instead we'd be of likable, yeah. Like like you look at like I'm not gonna sit here and say that like, colleagues dog shit, but like they're just likable guys right just watch them they get excited they just have a good time they don't care justin Haley went to the garage like stage two do you think that that chris rice is going to have a frown on his face
0: no No. literally the nicest guy in the garage like trophy
1: hunting we're trophy hunting
0: yeah yeah no let's uh so if you want to donate to our race team fund uh chase you want to get that set up and then we'll we'll get going
1: Yeah, we're going to just drop cash tags and just start funneling as much money as you can. Please uh, feel free to send all of your SHIB coin. If you have SHIB, we're going to fund our entire race team on SHIB. So SHIB is like supposedly like the next thing that you could have that's close to Dogecoin. So just go buy a bunch of SHIB, put it in a wallet, send it to us. So that way when it hits a penny, we'll be able to go racing sooner rather than yeah. later yeah i'm already
0: setting pretty with it myself um, yeah i have about, advisors, i have like so don't, seven don't million shib coin yeah
1: it's great it only costs like a 100 bucks
0: but that 100 bucks could turn into a 105 bucks in a matter of two seconds
1: yeah literally would not take long at all um so i'm pretty excited about that um one thing that i will say too is that Uh, moving from Kansas to Martinsville. I am really excited to be in Martinsville this week coming up. I'm going to be flying out middle of the week, going to Charlotte. If you're in Charlotte, for some reason this week at the, uh, Hooters in Uptown, we will be doing a live show. Shout out to Hooters promo code garage guys. Save $10 on any order, $30 or more when you order from the Hooters to go app are from hooters to gocom Can about. you? I got to say fine print. You ready? Valid yeah. at participating locations for delivery or carryout orders only. Boom.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I need you to fix that fine print. Can you get it to where, like, when I go in and sit down at Hooters, I'm like, I know the garage guys, and i like, okay, we got you.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean, if you just, like, this is what we need to do. When you go, just, like, FaceTime me. And then there's like turn it and I just like I'm just going to like literally just say promo code garage guys valid at participating locations for delivery or carry out orders only. So if you're sitting down trying to eat probably not going to work if you if you got somewhere to be and you get it in a bag, it's going to work all the time. I,
0: I wonder what the rules are on me ordering carry out, picking it up and going and setting at a table.
1: Or you could just go sit Indian style in the parking lot. That works too. do like a Hooters picnic.
0: That would work. Lay
1: out I mean, a blanket. That's what we're, you know what? I'm going to talk to Hooters and I'm going to see if we can set up a picnic for the next podcast that we do outside. I'm just like, I just want to do a picnic. I want to actually get Hooters to go and do a picnic style podcast.
0: Now for the live show is, uh, is, is Dell going to be bringing his race cars?
1: Yeah, we're probably going to have race cars there uh, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe Cody fucking powers can roll in town say what's up
0: ain't a far drive
1: it's really not you can just be there to hang out it'll be uh friday night at eight like the night professor once said eddie murphy when he was in the fat suit got myself a date friday night at eight now i will not be late and then he put on uh i, I can't remember the whatever whoever sings that one song like close the door like it's a great movie i don't even know where it came from it was a great one
0: Shout out, Eddie Murphy.
1: Shout out to Eddie and Charlie R.I.P. Um, But yeah, uh, picnic at Hooters. Me and you. It sounds like we got ourselves a date.
0: Friday night at eight,
1: Friday night at eight. No, we will not be late. Everybody is listening to this by now. um, I'm not sorry. This is I enjoy doing this right now. I enjoy every moment of just talking about random things especially on days where we were so close to uh, going seven and one and we weren't, I might be a little hurt about it and that's okay. So seven and one just sounds way better than six and two. I don't know. Plus I love the number seven.
0: Well, you know what? Seven's coming next weekend.
1: That's right. I love it. Uh shout out to Cory LaJoy, by the way, he drove the Stoker ACE car and it was sexy as hell. And he actually has a good shot at having a good finish at Martinsville. He was running pretty well here earlier in the year. I think he was running like 12th until he got like zooted on uh pit road.
0: Now, does Garage Boy like uh like stroker ace?
1: So Garage Boy didn't even know what stroker ace was. Okay. Garage Guy, uh Chase definitely likes some stroker ace. I feel like if you like if you watch Smokey and the Bandit and you don't immediately watch Choker Ace on like the watch next, like column, like you're doing it wrong. You know, that's what that's I, I figure.
0: Maybe Garage Boy was a fan. I wasn't sure.
1: Mm-mm. No, he wasn't. Um, I tried to I tried to like kind of dabble him a little bit, you know, but he was just you know it's all about Smokey and Snowman. Yeah, if there he ain't stays. a big truck, he just ain't in on it. He's in that Burt Reynolds uh, universe, you know.
0: Yeah, you can't cross them all the time.
1: Mm-mm. that's what he likes i tried to show him herbie fully loaded the other day he didn't care for it he was excited about the cheetos car though but i was like no nah, that's the villain don't do that, yeah,
0: can't like that
1: one. but like shout out to cheetos at. i want some cheetos right now um speaking of uh cheetos and, and things that are orange um austin texas it's orange uh there was an f1 race there this past weekend and uh, just let's just bid Kansas farewell real quick. Uh, so long, fucker. I'm ready for Martinsville. So long, Kansas.
0: Bye, Kansas. See you next uh, time. If there's
1: anything that we missed about Kansas that you wanted to hear us talk about, just just tweet at us, and I'll just I'll tell you something about it. But let's move on to F1. I didn't get to watch any F1. However, I saw this meme where someone resized Shaq like as a giant. And, like, put him up against Max Verstappen. And it looked like he was just, like, there amongst, like, some, like, uh, the Lollipop Guild from Wizard of Oz. It was pretty great. And, he just uh, took us
0: back to Kansas. We just left Kansas. We're in Texas.
1: Yeah, no, I got to leave it alone. Okay, let's fully separate. day Ricardo loves America. and He, he loves does, Dale he Earnhardt. Does. Like, dude, he was, he literally reminded me of, like, a, a normal, like, person going to talladega and like dressing up for a good time like he literally embodied america in texas as much as he could this week and i thought it was so awesome that like he was just like all about it like he literally got a specialty shirt made based off of 90s vintage gear to make his own intimidator style f1 shirt i think i'm gonna buy it
0: you should. This is the beautiful fact about the, uh, the Netflix documentary. It brought so much mainstream knowledge to F1. Daniel Ricardo has always been that dude. He was devastated when he didn't get to come last year to Texas. And he, he loves Texas. He loves the United States. So like all of this for so many people is like new, right? So many people, I guarantee you, 80% of the people who heard the name Daniel Ricardo in the last week had never heard it before.
1: Yeah, dude, and it's so wild dude, when you really think about, like, the reach F1 has because you go look at, like, some NASCAR tweets, man, and it's like, you know, you'll see, like, you know, a couple thousand likes on a tweet. You go look at a uh, an F1 tweet, and it's got, like, 40,000 likes, like five to six six million followers. Like, I want to say that NASCAR has they, – they at least have a million followers, don't they? They got to NASCAR should easily have a million followers. If NASCAR doesn't have a million followers, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Well, NASCAR has 3.4 million followers, whereas F1 has like 5.6 million.
0: Right. But I mean, I I think the most important thing to remember with that is that NASCAR is strictly like an American sport. Right. I mean, they have the Euro. They have the Euro series and they have the Canadian series. And there's also a I didn't even know that. Yeah. See, nobody does. Literally nobody does. And, uh, I mean, they don't, they do not broadcast any of their international series whatsoever in the States. Um, but with F1, you have every European country, every, almost every Asian country is world. Yeah. Yeah. Literally world. And it didn't reach full world. um, Based on like all of my maps and stuff, the United States is like the biggest country. So um it didn't reach full world until Netflix decided to make a, a little docu series about it.
1: Isn't that wild? Like, do you think F one paid for that? By the way, do you think F one paid Netflix to do that because they wanted to get a bigger foothold in America?
0: Um, I think it's I think it's possible. I mean, it's definitely a it's worked out for them marketing wise. You're was, already
1: talking about multiple GPS.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we have we have Miami for sure next year too. So we have we have two F1 races in the States, but they're thinking about maybe adding another. And I'll tell you what would be
1: a street course.
0: I think the greatest crossover that F1 could do. Now hear me out. When we go to NDRC. Oh. We already have IndyCar there. We have NASCAR there. Why not Formula One there that weekend as well?
1: Dude, oh, my God. If they were to take that and make that real, I feel I feel like that has the potential to rival the Indy 500. It does, that without a doubt,
0: because they could never run Formula One on an oval. That would genuinely be just a, a death race.
1: It would be. Um, like, if, if we knew the world was going to end on a certain day at a certain time and like that's when i'd want to see like daytona and f1 cars yeah
0: without a doubt yeah like run it about two hours before that that asteroid hits
1: yeah dude like dude you would at least gather everyone together and just like to watch the most exhilarating thing you've ever seen in your life it's
0: like these cars are going 300 miles per hour, like, miles
1: an hour super six wide
0: light. yeah i mean it would be incredible but i i think that if we do get a third i i genuinely think that a triple header weekend and i think f1 should headline it
1: god man yeah dude like well so that that would be where the pride would kick in because you know if we're in america i'm sorry like you got to pay a little bit of respect to NASCAR. Like I, that's where I would feel like <clears throat> Friday, obviously you'd have to have like Xfinity or like, you know, the formula light, uh, I think it's formula lights is what it's called. Not formula lights, Indy lights, like any lights um, you would have Xfinity. And then our Saturday, you would have Xfinity and Indy lights Sunday morning like early morning to where like you could probably allow some of the worldwide viewers to catch it like at a late night or early whatever. Early in the morning you could have um you could have the the F one race at Indy. And then you would have the IndyCar car race and then later that evening you have the NASCAR race. Dude, eh,
0: talk about ratings, right? I mean talk about money talk
1: about people dude you would not be able like dude you would see indianapolis motor speedway and like i love that place like i'm in love with indy since we got to go there this year it was incredible and if i was able to to experience something like that in my lifetime like could you imagine the amount of people in the infield like the amount of people that would be in the stands and the infield you would have people tailgating like that race like like thousands of people that couldn't even get a ticket. What would just the price out. tag be on that? See,
0: so my fiance, she was willing to sell our future firstborn child for uh the Tennessee Vols to be Alabama. And I was hurt by that. But I'll tell you, I think this is where I would sell my firstborn child is for one of those tickets. An all day pass.
1: Yeah I would I would just like plot and scheme like because like I would just train Emory and be like Hey, we're gonna trick these people, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna give you away, but like you're gonna fight your way back home.
1: I wouldn't even give Emory away. I would just like put him down on the ground, and he would just like nut punch whoever it was and take their That's ticket. Smart. We'd run away. I would never. I, I couldn't do it. I, I know it's hypothetical, but once they're here and alive, it's very different. Right? Oh yeah, it's a lot yeah. easier
0: for me to say that right now. I don't have one. Yeah,
1: but but I mean, hey, you you know us, dude. We would just find a way to just like get in there you know, for free (laughs) yeah. somehow, some way, you know, we, you know how we do, but, uh, yeah, man, that would be, uh, that would be amazing. But the, uh, the race itself in Austin, we, we, we got to go to Coda earlier in the year. Unfortunately, I don't think you were with us for that one, but Coda was dope. And, uh, just, it's a really cool place and I'm excited to go back to Coda next year for NASCAR and for F1, hopefully. And, uh, would have loved to have been in Austin this past weekend. Shout out to, uh, formula bone podcast jared brislow uh with uh, my boy ross boland over there in austin uh jared started up a formula one podcast and is a big formula one guy he was out there this weekend he was talking about how his his nissan uh his nissan would never be able to make it up the first hill at Coda. so i don't know pretty funny stuff but yeah if you like f1 you want to check out a good podcast for that check out formula bone um but uh yeah, just Kota itself was magical. So cool to hear Max won. I really wish Daniel Ricardo would have won because it just would have made way more sense. And he got to burn uh, rubber in the uh, old Wrangler 3. So that's dope.
0: I've never seen a human be so happy.
1: he just like he truly reminds me of just like a person going to Dega, like like a college kid wearing the george they grew up there like sideburns for it like he's just like dressed up like i am a real american and he
0: even does the he does the the, he tries the texas draw
1: oh yeah yeah dude he had the button down with the little the, the little you remember saturday night live like when our when we were like probably even before we were born, they had this uh, gender bending character called it's Pat and they would <laughs> wear these little arrows and you didn't know if Pat was a boy or a girl. It's like, is that a banana in your pocket, Pat? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh, it's a banana. Like you would pull it out and show you like you just never knew. You didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. It was, it's Pat. Like he had Pat, that shirt. You
0: needed to know. So instead of it's Pat, it's Daniel.
1: It's Daniel. Daniel is Pat, but I'm pretty sure he's a guy, but who knows? Uh, maybe he's not. Maybe it's just Pat. It's Pat. Great show. Anyway, he's I don't know how. Legend.
0: We, he's a legend before it got.
1: I don't even know why I keep saying. It. I don't know how we got. I know exactly how we got here because it's just it's just great rant time. This is a good rant show. Good rant. It's, it's Monday morning, maybe, or Tuesday or whatever day this is. You're just enjoying some good combo. But uh, overall, how would you rate the uh, – is that the first American GP? for formula one
0: no 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 they've ran a coda several times
1: okay I, th- yes. I think
0: they started running at coda i could be wrong but i want to say 2013
1: how i thought coda was like new
0: it's a newer track i think it was built in like 08
1: so they have been running in america for a long time because the, the way they hype this thing up man it was like this is the first time
0: because that netflix stock bro they they've been running here hold I because Lewis Hamilton has won the last three on up until this one.
1: Dude, that just lets you know, man, 100% motorsports is back in our country. And I love that. I love that so much for so many reasons. And I know everybody out there listening to Garage Fam, you got to know, like, you know, I know we've, we've coined that, that whole term, Winston's back, you know, the new old school era. Of that. It's just, to simply put it, motorsports are back like it is 90s era of of the the hierarchy of motorsports like we are entering that age again and i am so here for it and just so excited that that's happening and existing in life right now 2012 2012 the year we were all supposed to die yeah. the mayans told us um but yeah wow okay so yeah, that that says a lot, right there, dude. The amount of people that we saw, the amount of celebrities that were out there, like it. We we gotta be quick with NASCAR. That's all I gotta say because Formula One, like like frenzy, is taking over.
0: It's here. It's here.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it's already here. It's wild, man. Like he was on. He was talking to like uh, the who's on, dude. Josh Allen with the Bills. Then yeah. Ricardo was on ESPN with like Marty. Like, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they've they're gonna really start doing a whole bunch of different stuff. There is something cool about waking up early in the morning, though, and like watching a race at like eight o'clock.
0: I'm saying it's motivational to get out of bed on us because I mean, it, raise your hand if you if you sleep in on Sundays. Everybody listening right now, just raise their hand.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: like having that motivation, like, hey, if I get up early, I might be able to catch a really great race.
1: Except for like Nighthawk. Corey, Andy, uh, Dick from the garage guys, discord. They're always up in the F one betting booth, uh, on, uh, on our discord, which is free. And, uh, they're always in there. So I, I bet on F one, I want to say two weeks ago, it was not the Belgian GP, but like after that, I can't remember who it was that I bet. Um, it was one of the guys Botas Botas. Yeah. I bet on him to win and he won. It was great. I won. I like
0: bet a, the odds were pretty for that, right?
1: It was like plus three hundred. It wasn't that great. F one, F one odds are not that spectacular. Like it's like Verstappen's like minus one ten, and then you have like Hamilton at like even money, and then everyone else is like plus ten thousand. <laughs> like yeah. so, yeah. If yeah, Ricardo, the one that he won, that was a huge payout. I think Danny Ricardo was like plus three thousand to win. It was nuts. You they obviously like it's just so much easier to call those,
0: right? And that's one thing that does blow my mind a little bit. Um, like the international crowd, uh, they they like snarl at NASCAR because they're like it's boring. But with F one, the racing is exciting. It's just the winners are so predictable.
1: Yeah, I think that it's uh, it has a lot more to do with aesthetic. Has a lot more to do with the way the cars look has to do with uh, whenever they're at those speeds coming up on each other. Like, that's what, like, the announcers get so hype when, like, a guy turns a corner and he's, like, a little bit close to him, And it's like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, that's psychopathic shit right there. And I understand. They
0: run, like, 240-plus miles per hour at Coda on that back stretch.
1: Yeah, dude. Their like, lap time's
0: 40 seconds faster than what we saw in NASCAR this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like, so, I mean, it just goes to show, like, speed sells. It's all about the speeds, man. It's just about, it, it, it when you really get down to the roots of it, the roots of, like, what racing is, and we're talking about this now. We, we've been all over the place on this show, but the root of racing is just people love to watch shit that they feel like they would never be able to do and just watch people just do some, like, low-key, even though it's very safe dangerous looking shit because they are too afraid to do it themselves. And I think that's where the thrill of racing comes for the fans and then for the drivers themselves, just the adrenaline rush. You have to get off of that. Like, dude, I want to get in the back of an Indy car next season at the Indy 500. I want to go 220 around the 500 around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I want to you do want it. it. I want to feel it. I don't want to drive it. I just want to feel it.
0: I don't know, if, after I, I feel I don't it know if I relation, could.
1: You don't think you could? I don't think so. Bro, you got to give it a shot. Because I, I swear, if you're there and we're there together and I get in that car, you're getting in one of those fucking cars. Like, you got to.
0: I would maybe need a diaper.
1: You no, know, you just shit yourself. Just,
0: <laughs> I think so, yeah. Damn it, Cody. Damn it. <laughs> Not again. You pooped,
1: you pooped all in the Indy car. Damn it. <laughs> 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 Who would you want to drive you around uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Indy around
0: car? Indy? I think uh, – give me the reigning champion, Alex Paolo.
1: You want Paolo? I want yeah. Connor Daly just because I feel like he'd let me turn the radio on, even though there's not a radio in there. Like, we could, like, be totally – percent But you might, like, get hit by the mullet flapping in the wind. That'd be all right. Well, I'll make sure there's a separation. Be a better separator. Because they had those cars that have the two-seaters. That's yeah. probably what we'd ride in. That's a serious thing, too, by the way. I really, I really have been told by uh, one of our guys that live in Indy that, like, when we come back next year, if we want to get in that two-seater, he could rig it up. So, yeah, it's probably going to happen. So Buckle up. Go ahead and buy your Depends. Get ready. <laughs> <We're> going- <laughs>
0: Joke's on you. already got a pack.
1: All the way. All right, so before we go, uh, this has been a good talk. We can't leave without our Naspiracy that we hyped up, uh, like, four times at the beginning of the show. And so, uh, without further ado, let's get in our proper attire for Naspiracies. Do, 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 do. Naspiracies. Why? Why am I wearing these alien tanning bed glasses?
0: I don't know. Why are you wearing those alien tanambé glasses?
1: Because there have been reports that NASCAR itself, racing itself, may have been generated from extraterrestrials. That's correct. You heard it right. Extraterrestrials may have given us what we know today as race cars. And we're here to tell you why now. Uh, and, and this has been a lot of research It's been a lot of research a lot of, time. a lot of time A lot of time And this all goes back to Roswell Remember 1948 Is the year NASCAR started Correct?
0: That's They were sitting in that hotel boardroom They came up with the idea First race came in 49
1: That's right So what they don't tell you that We've already made it a whole hour Sorry, I have to stop now Spiracies. Shout out to the clock. Yeah, gotta give her respect. Aliens would all right, that's all. Uh shout out to the clock. Um, so let's talk, let's talk about this. So 48. They're all getting ready to do this. So we've we've found these reports. I have to take these off. I have to take these off for a minute. They hurt my eyes. It's a lot of green. It's a lot of green. 1948. All right. Dr. Chet Reicht, okay, German engineer, okay, develops what we know today as Centennial 47, which is a confidential document that was found at a Goodwill outside of, I want to say it was San Jose, California. Why it was found in a Goodwill? Because someone sold a desk from an old office where he actually had relocated to in 1999. They found this old abandoned office. They sold this desk. Someone found these papers. The person that found them has not been found. Where do we get this information from? Tor, okay? That's where. The only place that is logical to get this information from, a Tor browser. Because we found these documents, they talk about Dr. Dr. Reich was, was literally looking into a way to pioneer racing, okay, because aliens themselves did not come here with spaceships. And, Cody, I know this is one of the parts that excited you a lot. I'll let you take it away about what aliens actually traveled in and how it developed into what we know today. As race cars for all series, and especially Formula One now, because they are the the soonest ones that have sold their souls to um to the actual alien race that created these things.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of clear with the success they're having and the speeds. Um, little uh, little terminology dictionary for you. Tour that—that's the dark web. It's the deep web. Um, that's the only place where you where you were able to find this. Uh, Not four chan.
1: No, no, not eight that's, that's,
0: that, that's fake dark web.
1: That's right.
0: That's like, that's like gray web. It ain't dark. Um, it's a dim web. Uh, so me and Chase. nor web. Yeah, exactly. Uh, about six months ago, a crazy conversation we were having and like this topic came up and we had both already like dabbled in it a little bit. Full on research now, six months later, we have so much to bring to you. So The aliens initially came, you know, the Roswell incident in 1947. See how those years line up pretty well. When that spaceship, I use air quotation fingers, when it crashed in in New Mexico, it wasn't a spaceship. It was a, hold on now, it was a flying car. That's correct.
1: Was a flying car. Confirmed. So
0: the government hauls that off, Um, you know, and this is a historical fact. We brought a lot of the German scientists and engineers to the United States from Nazi Germany. We did. That's statistically, factually, historically true. Correct. And um, so when we discovered the spaceship, we were like, hey, we have the best German engineer already here in Area 48.
1: That's right. This is a secret base that is away from area 51. It's actually the real base where everything was started today. And, you know, a a lot of people wonder why would aliens want to come to Earth? Like, are they here to like kill all the humans? Are they here to take over Earth? Are they here to like, you know, murder us? No, they literally came here because they wanted to race cars. That is the only reason why aliens are on Earth. And we, we have that knowledge now. Thanks to it's
0: literally document.
1: Yeah, it's real documents. And like I said, we, we haven't yet been able to find the actual papers themselves. Guys look, hey, but we've seen scanned document copies of this and read from a lot of credible people on the tour that have talked to us about about why aliens. And we've actually spoken with a real live alien um, being. Uh, he said he was a man. So we have to take what he, what he says, you know, aliens have rights too. So he says he was a man. We I'm not stepping on toes.
0: Yes. And I mean, listen, I used my, uh, I don't want to sound egotistical. I used my social standing to set that interview up. Um, and Chase was super grateful for it. it was. I was. And I mean, it's one of those things, like I hit him up, told him who I was, where I was coming from. And like he was 100% willing right off the bat. He was uh, he wanted to get the story out and he did not want anybody else to to break the story. Because, I mean, we just put ourselves in danger by saying this.
1: Correct. Uh, Right now, by you hearing this, you are also subject to uh, to laws that have been broken by its own set of laws from Area 48, which is now known as C-3712. Uh, is actually a base right outside of a uh, Denny's breakfast hub in Indianapolis, yeah. underneath a uh, hidden bunker. You don't know that though. So all oh, this, the intergalactic all
0: this code of conduct too.
1: Fictional. This is all fictional talk. Quote, quote. Th- you see my fingers moving. That's quotes. This is not real. W- what we're saying is not real. By any it minute. is
0: not real at all.
1: I got to take those off my eyes again. So actually. Whenever, whenever these flying cars were created, uh, I, I don't know who it was or how it happened, but Rice was like, "This is going to be revolutionary. This is going to change change time." And they went so fast they could travel through time. That was the problem: is that every time they tried to run these races, well, what would happen was is that when everyone would leave, they they wouldn't know where they were anymore because they were like, you know, it was like twenty years in the future. And then that's why we had this sudden huge boom in the 70s of just people everywhere. They're like, where are all these where all these people come from? It's because they were rushed in from our from a space race that was actually happening right yeah, outside baby of Arizona. Boomers, baby boomers, baby boomers, a.k.a. time travelers. All right. Well, don't get it twisted. But what happened was is after that race, they were like, man, we just sent all these people in the future. And I don't know if they're ever going to come back. This is completely developed the timeline. We can't just have have these people out here racing these kind of cars because they're flying, literally flying cars. Like aliens are real upset. They formed a union and they decided, you know, hey, we're going to go on strike. I, I'm sorry people are having a time travel, but we want to run races. So what happened now is that, you know, they're trying to push it through. You know, old, old Mr. France is kicking up this NASCAR gig. He's like, hey, He's like, I'm going to send this German scientist engineer to go and talk to this man because you can't just be an alien and go talk to, you know, Mr. France about like saying, hey, we want to race in our own thing. You know, a lot of people think moonshiners were the reason that NASCAR started. Well, technically, yeah, but you know what? Who's to say aliens can't run moonshine? That's the way I look at it.
0: I mean, the documents show that there were a lot of illegal activities going on. That's correct. Uh, I think that
1: was on page 10, 17 C actually. So page 17 C. Yeah. So, you know, at this, at this point in time, they're like, you know, Hey, we don't want no part of that. You know, we got to stay away from this, you know, because George Jetson was highly controversial at the time because he had a robot literally washing dishes in a machine. And this isn't,
0: this isn't the fictional George that was depicted on TV.
1: No, this is the show that they literally made the Jetsons after. But because the guy that went to make on the Jetsons like 20 years before that actually attended a race, they went backwards at that race. So he went back in time, created the Jetsons based off of the real George Jetson, which was actually our guy, scientist Chet Wrights, which first name was George had a robot wash dishes for him in a machine therefore created the jetsons then 20 more years in the future the dishwasher's created racing dishwashers that's how that one's connected
0: right i literally there. like it, it's so self-explanatory you say that when you said literally i got chills cuz it's just it all falls into place it's a puzzle it's snapping it
1: snap of a finger and no one will believe this and that's okay because it is confidential was papers found in a Goodwill now scanned onto tour. Um, You know, aliens, aliens will, will, will be pretty open to talk about it. But long story short, when you look at a formula one car, you can't tell me an alien had no part in making that car. When you look at an Indy car, you can't tell me an alien had no part in that NASCAR. They were like, you know what? We got to go a different direction. We can't have these, these flying cars, OK, be out here doing all this craziness. We're just going to use these cars, even though aliens may or may not have ran moonshine at one point to try to prove their worth. So they could bring flying cars into NASCAR. That's why IndyCar and Formula One exist now, because they are the true ones that stuck to the actual spaceships found at Area 48. Uh, now, C and some numbers. Can't remember so, it. I don't have the paper.
0: I did. I, I read a little bit deeper um, before okay. we started this. And um, I do have some ground. Yeah. Yeah. Put them on. Um, ah, so I see it. In 97, um, NASCAR actually did try. Um, and they saw that it was going to be dangerous for the sport. And they they fixed the rules to get rid of it. Jeff Gordon ran a car. And they actually disguised it as a dinosaur to make it look slow. So it was the Jurassic park car. And um, he ended up being seconds faster than everybody else on that track.
1: (laughs) I remember this. I remember reading this now. So red car.
0: Yep. After the race, old bill bring brings Ray Everham into the office. And he's like, you got to call your boss because this can't happen ever again. The next day, Ray Everingham's like, but it wasn't. There's, it, it was within the rules because the aliens had made it look like a NASCAR, but it wasn't a NASCAR.
1: That's right. So, it was the closest they ever got to really bringing yeah. their 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 spacecrafts into racing world. If you look at a stock car from that time, there was right. a brief moment of time where you we thought that we would see that really coming. Like NASCAR
0: when they rewrote the rules, they said everything had to be made on Earth. Correct. And because of that, this is where we're at now.
1: You know how much there are no taxes on other planets guaranteed. So it would have made way more sense for them to build these off the planet, which is how formula one and Indy cars get here now. So totally makes sense. But I will tell you this. There was a forgotten piece of information uh, that was also there, too. There was a small moment in time. uh, And I got to take these back off again just for a second to let, let my eyes clear. From from being able to try to read all the doc, you have to have these special glasses that you get at light, uh, at light skin enhancing machines that they Can make. you send
0: me another pair. I wore mine out reading Absol- all absolutely. the documents
1: Tan- like the, the what we what we know as tanning beds actually are are tone enhancing machines from aliens. That's why you wear these glasses, because these are actually real alien uh, eyewear. Uh, they found a way to mimic eyes. That's why people wear them like aliens. Um, so there was a publication NASCAR came out with because they were very tempted at one point. They were really in a, in a position where they couldn't say no. Aliens made it so lucrative. They, they decided they were going to unveil like the NASCAR 2000 Car of Tomorrow plan. The original Car of Tomorrow, if you remember the cover of, of the said magazine, won't say the name of the magazine for, you know, for, for confidential purposes, you look at the cover of it, there was a drawing. Okay. This drawing was made of what these cars looked like. This is when Plymouth, this is when Dodge was getting ready to come back to the sport. Okay. They were ready to really just kind of like ramp it up. The intrepid was feeling real hot, you know, at the time. And and the, the, the picture got out, people saw it and they lost their minds. They were like, no way. So, that's when the movie men in black was created and will smith uh and tommy lee jones actually erased everyone's memory in the world and no one remembers so that's that. what
0: that was for
1: the whole movie was so we would forget that nascar was in fact going to work with the aliens to create the car of tomorrow
0: well i'm glad you brought up plymouth though because uh plymouth this one's obvious and if you've never puzzled this one together i mean you're probably not Catching on to any of what we're saying, I wouldn't expect you to if you don't get it.
1: Do you um, understand?
0: I, I understand. If you flip, I was asking them, oh, they, yeah, I, I'd say there's yeah, half and half probably. You take that Plymouth logo and you flip it upside down. This is a Star Trek logo.
1: Damn, there you go. What or are they not in NASCAR Star Trek? Anymore? Take place, hello, space, duh. duh. It takes place in space, rocket fuel, spacecraft, cars, race cars. And I think.
0: And if you want to really – I guess we could tie it all up with this. There are current um, efforts I'll, – I'll leave it at that – current efforts to um, get NASCAR where it needs to be, and there's actually a simulation for it, and it's, it's Rocket
1: League. That's correct. Rocket League, uh, and that's where all this comes together because I actually started playing a lot of Rocket League. Uh, our, our friend Cody Powers right here speaking with us is actually another big Rocket Leaguer. And that's where we heard these talks and we found out about everything that happened from a, from a chat room. I believe his name was, uh, was, was I think his name was, uh, Seymour, but seven on the, um, uh, yeah, X-X. XX with the X and X for spaces as well in the middle, uh, lowercase. And that was how we came to understand that aliens created Na- NASCARs, Indy cars and Formula One cars—basically, aliens created race cars all together. Um, very interesting. Nas conspiracies? Not really a conspiracy. More of just a race uh that we Our have. A fact conspiracy, I would almost say. Are just a life spiracy I broke my uh, alien eyes for the bet
0: Yeah, just get two new pair then.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fact or fiction. That's what we'll leave it at. The one guy that does the show that asks random questions. Like, have you ever wondered why real estate agents are becoming big stars these days? Like he'll just ask you a lot of questions and then like, he'll have a whole show about it. That's, that's where this is at. So this has been uh, truth, actual truth now known to you as uh, been relayed here through garage guys from myself and from Cody Totally not fictional, not made up story, but for the sake of our safety, fictional story, quote, 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 quote. That was great. I'm glad we got to wake the world up, Cody. We got to enlighten the world. We aliens stay are here. woke. That's it. We got to stay woke. Be sure to catch Ancient Aliens on History Channel uh, at almost uh, two o'clock in the morning on the dot all the time when you're not supposed to be awake. Did you get the email for the interview with them? uh yeah the but i told him that i couldn't have the guy with the big hair because he creeped me out
0: i said the same thing that's wild
1: it's great this has been uh garage guys nascar race recap everyone hope you enjoyed we'll see you again for martinsville and don't forget to come to the uh martinsville wine mixer won't be any aliens there maybe cheers bye